A question. I have a seven-year-old girl. The father has never met her, and I mean never met her. She's seven and has so many questions about her dad. Should I tell her the truth? I'ma just keep lying. TMI for life. Yeah. I think in that situation, in any situation, I think definitely you can give a more palatable Softer. version of the truth. Because she's seven. Yeah. Exactly. So the closer you watch the truth at the beginning, the easier it the will be for way. you to transition. <laughs> because if you're going from he's dead, and yeah. then now it's like, actually, he's not that dead. Yeah. And now he's, you know, kind yeah. of thing. If one is HIV positive, when should it be stated in the dating period? When in the dating period should it be stated? Number one, definitely before sex. That's actually um, what's definitely illegal. before sex. I think definitely it's, before sex. Yeah, yeah, you have to let somebody else decide whether or not they want to engage. Hey guys, Marugi Muni here. It's Lydia KM. And we're back again with another episode of The Messy In Between. It's, it's definitely, definitely TMI. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Another week, another TMI episode. Mm. I saw someone telling us on our Instagram that they get so sad when they are finished watching an episode because they're like, oh, fuck. I need to wait a, a whole, whole week. other week. I know. I know. I, uh, wow. But crazy. let me tell you guys, one is what we can do. One we won't is even what? lie to you. We won't even lie. We but let me tell you, if you work for any big corporate, if they come and they sponsor us, guys, we can even be giving you an episode daily. Whatever you even want. Daily. Whatever you want. Girl, I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, thanks guys for being here. We love, we love that you love our content because we love giving you this content and if you're enjoying our content we ask you please subscribe to our channel if you're watching on youtube mm -hmm. if you are listening on a podcast platform tap the plus which is at the please. top right corner which lydia says she's seen it but i have hardly ever seen it so you're not even a subscriber yourself oh, on our channel because i'm no i am not on youtube on the podcast yeah, platform, I, know, so I don't so listen don't... to any podcasts except you're ours. not a subscriber except ours i'm obviously subscribed to all of us in our my heart <laughs> In my heart, I'm subscribed. So you're telling me all wow. podcast platforms you're subscribed to TMI? No. Exactly. I thought so. So I'm going to need you to relax. I'm going to need you to relax. Anyway, guys, please subscribe and also follow us on Instagram. We share so much content there. TMI Podcast KE. Yeah. Lydia KM. Murugi Muni. Boom. Boom. And actually today being the, uh, what we're going to talk about, being on Instagram, you'll see that it's, it's important. It is crucial, crucial, guys. Crucial is the word. And thank you mm. for all the feedback on our last episode. It was It was a heated one. Yeah, it was a heat. It was heated for you. Yeah, it was awkward I, as hell for me. Oh, was it? I felt more awkward. But what? What was that feel awkward about? I felt more awkward than heated, but she felt heated. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you know, just by the nature of the way that plus size women have been discriminated against for years immemorial, mm -hmm. I feel like generally, even the comments that we we're getting, I feel like more plus size women were more triggered than slimmer women. I can tell. Uh, yes, yes. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> argue with you. Oh, were well, you about to argue with me? No, you're not at all. Baby, why you would I? No, thank you. No, I love it when you call me no. baby, first of all. Anyway, guys, thank you for coming, clicking onto this video because today we're having, we're doing something a bit different. Yeah. We get so many questions from you guys on our Instagram page, TMI mm. Podcast KE. We get lots of people who are dealing with life issues. A lot of them are relationship ones actually yeah, mostly, but sometimes yeah. it's family sometimes mm -hmm. it's work sometimes it's things to do with your kids sometimes it's like prompted off of an episode that we have already done um or like a topic we have talked about and then it triggers someone to come and ask us a question yeah and we usually respond sometimes we'll respond on dm sometimes yeah. we will put it up on our story sometimes we'll talk about them here but sometimes but it's a lot sometimes it's, it's a, a lot there's so many exactly yeah. and actually mm -hmm. what i usually think is that this is one person who has sent us the question but there's probably tons of others who are facing that exact same issue but they haven't dm yes. us. yeah yeah so i feel like it's we felt like let 
let's do an episode where we just basically help you guys deal with your life issues, help you guys deal with your dilemmas that you have sent to us yeah. and we can discuss them here. We can give our views and whatnot and yeah. then we can obviously, you know, get back to you and we can help somebody out yeah. there. Yeah, and mm. one of the things about dilemma, not necessarily just like, you know, spilling your tea mm. for, you know, other people's okay. favor. Yeah. It's more because we can always learn vicariously. It's mm. more, you don't have to go through a situation for you to learn and sometimes personally, let's say even whatever, some of the things that you tell me um, you and Zach are facing, mm. I tend to see it from a place of, I'm a lot further down. Mm. So it's like, I want to see the steps towards that. How does that yeah. get there? Yeah. So you don't always have, you can see it from a place of, I want this to be a preventative measure for me. Yeah. A little later on, or it can be something that's actually happening to you just now. Exactly. So it's not always just about the person who we are referring to, exactly. which is why we think this is a really important. I actually episode. get so many women mm. on like my own platform mm. on Rogimuni who tell me that they are not even moms; they don't mm. even have a boyfriend mm. or a possibility of mm. having a child in the mm. next five years. Mm. But all my mom plugs, they are there screenshotting. Are you serious? Screenshotting and saving it in a folder. People and I want to like, get pregnant. If you want I to know. get pregnant, just say. <laughs> And I'm like, I love that because you see, you're preparing yourself in ah, advance because you never no. know. Maybe five years me, from let now, me tell I may you. not be a mom. I may not be on Instagram. How do you know? I, I don't even think I, I take my screenshot. Yeah, these are the things <laughs> that bring. These are the things that bring things closer. Now I've screenshotted baby shark doo doo. Uh -huh. Baby shark and then, doo, 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 doo. And then now, and then what? Now your ID doesn't work. No, but you see. Oh, oh. <laughs> Life is unfair. Oh God! You're bringing that energy. No, but you see now, if next week you end up pregnant, you'll start. You are the poor who will start DMing me. Oh, what's the name of your gynecologist again? Ebu send me that. The what place we went for a scan? Ebu send me this whatever the ones you influencers hate. You work the people hard. You, influencers you work hate. hard, but my IUD works harder. Does it? It does. Okay, fine. <laughs> Keep it locked here, guys. Six months later, tear my baby. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get to the questions because yes. some of them are a bit like, whoa, you know, a lot of yeah. them are, are quite out there. So let's start with that. Let's start with a relatively simple one. Mm. Um, so this lady says, hi, Lid and Morugi. Hope you're doing well. I'd like your advice on an issue regarding my relationship. I also relationship. love that you guys call me Lid. Right? And you by are because you call me Lid. Yeah. Yeah, you call me Lid. And so I, I only said call you Lid because I think you refer to yourself as Lid. I think it's people who refer to me as Lid. And then you've started now saying Lid. And then now it starts, and now it's Lid. And I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she says, we've been together for nine months now. The issue is about finances. I am jobless, but my boyfriend earns a huge amount of money at work. I'm happy for him because he really works hard and loves his job. I just don't know how to tell my boyfriend to give me cash. She always assumes that I'm fine now that my parents still support me financially. Anytime I mention to him I'm broke, he's always like, you're a rich girl. There's no way you're broke. He's never bought me gifts. He's never bought me gifts. I will be broke and even end up having to fuliza yet I'm with him. How can I have this financial conversation with him? Where? Hey, that one is hard. Small. Yani in ngumu kidogo. You see, mm. you see um, the, the nuances here. <laughs> what are um, the nuances? The nuances uh -huh. is that, you know, you do mention that you're broke, mm -hmm. but then when he, he jerks it back with a oh, you know, you're a rich girl, mm. then you leave it as that. Yeah. You know, I, I, then maybe he's just, he just obviously... He probably definitely just believes that you're okay. Yeah, and by the way, yeah. I feel like pe the way people perceive how much money somebody else has is always more. Yeah. Is even always Even the, more. the amount you think that he has, probably it's he has a huge, huge amount. amount. Maybe it's not even as big as you think. Yeah, and then you don't know the kind of responsibilities that he has. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people who, um, especially firstborns, a lot of people have to, play a um, have to pay a lot of black tax. Yeah. So you can Ooh, see someone yeah. making a lot of money because that's what you saw on their paycheck. Mm. But really, the amount of responsibilities that they have, they probably have very little to their own. I would personally just ask, honestly, like um, would you? I, yes, you would ask. Yeah. Uh, no, as honest, if I were you, you ask. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would ask if I were you. Mm. If I were you, 
I would ask. Um, okay, so let me tell you. So personally, obviously, I, um, I live with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So um, our finances are a bit more together. Yeah. So I wouldn't be sat at home and I don't have anything to live yeah, on. And yeah. he's right there. It just yeah. like the dynamics are completely different now. Um, mm. For a boyfriend, like and maybe no. our finances are not that attached. I have never asked. Asked. Yeah. Right? Unless it's something like maybe... Like You're it's a convenience exactly. thing. Exactly. If it's like a convenience here, oh, thing, maybe. For me this thing, yeah. But I have mm -hmm. always also struggled with asking um a boyfriend for money. And I feel it's because I don't personally feel like you're entitled to your boyfriend's money. And the mm. idea that, you know, how can I be freezing and I'm with him? Mm. It's already feeling like you feel like you're entitled to his money. I but think it's great yeah. if you have a partner who's willing to help and open. But personally, I, I, I tend to... Me, I've always avoided asking for Even a boyfriend's me. for money. Yeah, I, I also feel the same way. I feel like it's really really amazing when you meet a man who freely gives you money who is yeah. spoiling you who buys you gifts and mm. does because i mean nine months and he's never bought you a gift sounds he's sounding like a stingy man he's sounding like a stingy man but i will say even mm. like that's usually a good to have mm. i feel like i would not be dating a man and mm. i'm super broke i would the first person you should be thinking about asking for money is not your boyfriend mm. okay i feel like it should be maybe even your friend mm -hmm. maybe your parents maybe your sister maybe whatever i feel like your boyfriend it's like he, he, for me it's like it should be the third fourth but it would be nice if he offered. There was a time actually when Zach and I were dating mm. and um, I, decided, I decided to quit my job because I wasn't enjoying it and like mm. the role they had put me in wasn't good. Mm. And there was like a couple of months where I was struggling and he, I didn't even verbalize that mm. I was struggling. He just sent me money. Yeah. And I was like, I love this because mm. I would never go and be like, babe, I'm struggling, please give me money. Yeah. That being mm. said, if you feel like you want to ask him, I feel like it's unfair for you to expect him to just no. know something yeah. that you have not communicated. Mm. I feel like, have you had a conversation of like, babe, I don't know if you know this, but I've really been struggling financially yeah i would really really appreciate it if you could lend me mm. some money or if you could if you're, give in me, to support. if you're in a position to support me exactly yeah maybe say it because i feel like sometimes there's this societal expectation that your man is just going to just send and if he's not mm -hmm. then maybe you just need to say it. maybe it'll be a thing of him saying ah seriously me i thought you were okay me i didn't know that whatever or maybe he'll tell you actually i have nothing and the way you think he has a huge amount of money yeah maybe he didn't even yeah, yeah. also I think you need to go into that conversation mm. making a yes or a no completely okay. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it yes. needs to be that mm. because then if it goes into a, and I asked him for money and he couldn't even, yeah, now you now, it's, now it's become a thing and remember it's more about the way you're interpreting the situation more than mm. what the situation is yeah. if he doesn't have money he might not have money or he tells you maybe he'll do this another time yeah i feel like there's a lot of times where we want something but we're not willing to give anything Ooh, yeah. sometimes Ooh. it's vulnerability you need to give mm. and being able to feel the way you're going to feel and ask him hey babe i'm struggling you know are you in a position to help me with anything i don't mm. have a job or whatever blah 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 you are you, you need to be vulnerable sometimes getting something requires you to give something yeah. it would be amazing if you just got somebody if who's going just, to help yeah. you um, yeah. with money um the closer you are with someone i feel like the more they know mm. what state you're in mm. yeah because they can tell they, ca they mean, can they tell. can tell you yeah. never even order kfc even as, a, as a spend, i think i spent thrift <laughs> exactly. our boyfriend though or maybe Ooh, straight away hey, this week Ooh, you've not even no shopped. packages this week week you're eating okay. at home today. i'll send you babe. today you're eating at home <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it's like it's long it's long Ooh. for you it's long for you yeah um, but yeah i feel like just go about the conversation with vulnerability and openness and also mm. trust that whatever um how he responds is also okay because yeah. we are all different is it a red flag that he's not bought her a gift in nine months 
you know me, I'm not really a gifts person. Because right now, when you just said, like, oh, but wow, anything, somebody who hasn't given you, anything, I, you know, I actually had to pause and think. When was the last time when, Mike no, bought you or something? Or when, in the nine months we were be, in the beginning, did he give me a gift? He had, but there was there was reason for it, mm. right? Like, Valentine's had just come. Um, in nine well, months, I'm sure there's been a Christmas or a Valentine's or <laughs> right? a birthday, surely, surely. Yeah, because from January to September, there's Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah. Anywhere from in between, there's been a Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Okay, anyway, in your situation, it sounds like either he's super stingy or you're super not communicating the things yeah, that you Yeah, but either way, you know yeah, when you either, ask. Exactly. So just ask because that's the only way that you're going to know. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, our next question, she says, hi, guys. I'm really obsessed with your content. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. And by the way, guys, as we are going through these dilemmas, we'd love if you, if you're watching on YouTube especially, please leave your comments in the, in the comments. Yeah. Your comments in the comments. Your comments in the comments section. In the comments section. <laughs> Thank you. My brain had a bit of a freeze. Yeah, please yeah. leave your comments in the comment section so we can be able to help the people who are actually asking yeah. these questions. Mm. So this babe says, hi guys, I'm really obsessed with your content. It's literally the calories for my day. I love it. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, they have said, can you please help us with how to communicate boundaries with family members, especially siblings, mm. because I'm really struggling on how to communicate with them. Well, I did a whole live on my page about how boundaries with family because there's mm. boundaries and, and then, then there's boundaries, boundaries with, with family. family. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Wow. We've been there. Woo! We've been through it. Yeah. There's boundaries with family. Ooh, yeah. Um, I, number one, the dynamics of family a lot of the times is from a perspective of it's like obligation. You automatically yeah. feel obligated to help your sister, to help your brother, to help your dad, whoever it may mm, be. Mm. So that's why boundaries are so hard to impose because yeah. you already have obligations. So you don't feel like there's a boundary mm. between you and your family And that members. you don't deserve to even... You can't uh, how? put a boundary. What yeah. an ungrateful mm. child you are for yeah. not sending your entire check every month to your when you are raised you? by your parents. Yeah. Mm. Raising you did not ask for, but yeah. still. Ooh. But still... <laughs> You know, so yeah. that that's one of the reasons why the um it's difficult. Mm -hmm. I would personally say you need to start with um one of the things that I said is to help to help you sorry is soft nose, mm. soft nose, right? So it's a let me think about it, mm. or I'll get oh, back okay. to you. I'll get back to you, or um let me get yeah let me get, let back, me get to back to you to um me. on mm. that because guess what? When you don't know how to communicate boundaries, you mm. need a buffer. You need a time to be able to affirm yourself, remind yourself that the world is not going to end when you say no. Go into your corner, call Joe, do whatever to give you a bit of strength to be able to say because when you're a people pleaser or when you lack boundaries with anyone, mm. your default answer is usually inc usually incorrect. Yeah. So take a pause where so you can have a real answer, exactly. not the default answer. Ooh, so yeah. that could be one. That could be one, yeah. Soft, I also nose. feel like my nose, especially with siblings mm. or with, yeah, especially with siblings because mm. they said they're struggling with siblings, mm. is doing it over the phone mm. because I feel like face-to-face, I will yeah. agree oh, to. I will is also give you a buffer my children. Well. Yeah, a phone yeah. is a buffer. I love mm. that buffer idea because, like, <laughs> over the phone, it's easier to be like you've taken some time to think about it, or even just to text the no and leave your phone down as you're shaking. Like, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. That is a yeah. lot easier than like face to face kind of thing. Yeah. You ideally being able to set a boundary is a simple thing of just saying, "Hi, I know you wanted to come to my house tomorrow, but mm. I, I, I can't have you over yeah. because of XXX. Without even having to say because of excesses, just yeah. like that. Yeah. And being able to communicate it. But it's okay to say because because yeah. we are starting. Out. We're starting out. We can say because you're going to be explaining for 28 years. Also, yeah. you know, my son. And, and then, and then, guess and then what? You, see, you give mm. when you say a lot of becauses. Actually, mm. you give room for the other person to give you rebuttals Ooh, for your yeah. becauses. Yeah. Yeah. But oh. don't you have the savings you told me? Yeah. But oh. don't you have? You see, now we are discussing numbers. <sighs> yeah. Where really that's not really the point. You yeah, know. The point is um, yeah. So start with soft nose. Mm. Um. Also, um. Say. 
I'm always acknowledge the other person's point of view. Um, I know that I've, we've always had a relationship mm. to, um, like this. I've always been able to um, give you money, but at, the, um, at this time, I'm doing a bit more of investing, mm. so I'm not going to be able to be giving you as much as I usually do. Mm. I'm comfortable with giving you X amount um, for the next um, um, X amount from now on. I hope you're going to be able to do it. Don't give... Don't room give room for, for like now. Exactly. It's like, not, it's not like, what okay? do you think about it? Oh, no, it's not. No. Is this okay? I've said it's what I've said and that's this, it. Yeah. I hope he's going to be able to um um to manage um mm. your whatever. Yeah. Is. yeah. And I get guys that when you hear Lydia saying it because you just sound like the most confident person in communicating a boundary. That's so funny. That's, that's how you come across. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, wow, can you come and put the boundaries for our siblings and <laughs> our parents? Said. Because like, whoa, yeah. And I know it can it's sound a bit intimidating. Yeah, yeah, oh my exactly. God. It's hard for me with, too. Someone you've grown up with. Like, I mean, literally, yeah. it's like we've all been in the trenches together. Now that you've made it, mm. if it's like money mm. or if it's like, oh, I'm coming to stay at your house for a couple yeah. of weeks, but it's like, let me give no. you an example, actually. Mm. So, number one, my mom has started um, studying counseling. Mm. So, she's me and Aggie have always been into wellness and things like this. Mm. But now my mom is like really there, right? Because mm. she has to do therapy and counseling herself mm. to be able to be one, right? Mm. Um. So anyway, one of the things that's happened is that like our our family is not so enmeshed. Enmeshment is when one person's emotions is everyone's emotions. Ooh. That's not a healthy mm, boundary. Yeah. yeah, it's not a healthy place to be in. Mm. So lately, we've been able to administer boundaries and you know how close we all are. Yeah. But being able to set boundaries has been really good. So the other day, um, I hope Aggie's okay with me sharing this i think she will be mm. um so one of the things is that uh, aggie is in a long distance relationship and her boyfriend lives here so mm. a lot of the times our involvement something like if we have like a family thing or whatever mm. something just so that we can continue building a relationship with him as well as kind of making him involved a bit with our family mm. but recently we had invited him to when my wuka um came, out came back hospital, from hospital yeah. mm. um and aggie messages me and my mom child to set a boundary and by the way i was in church but i had to read it because i was so a long message you know a long message oh you know, something in the group coming. chat in the group chat and yes, what? the group the, chat i Finish. know when it starts with i know you're about to get it yeah. anyway she expressed she was just like um she expressed she was like i know that um it's coming from a good place it's coming um, i i know how i love how you guys are so involving with him i know how much you love him i know this coming from a good place but i would appreciate before you invite him anywhere where it involves our family you ask me first because i want to be able to decide what i want to share with him because when you Ooh, guys have yes. it, I don't share with him. Yeah. Oh, right? So it's you guys who you it's, are. It's that. It now becomes a thing. Like you and my whole family mm -hmm. and then me, where am I? Yeah. So oh, she wants wow. to be able to decide what she shares with him and what it's completely okay for him to have with just us. Now, mm -hmm. my mom was here, but usually she's not. It would just be me. But anyway. <laughs> and there's Lydia thinking, I'm the best sister in the world. I'm taking him along to every family so, event. Yeah. I was like, um, so I told Aggie, I was just like, I completely understand where yeah. you're coming from. I'm so sorry. Sorry that you felt that we were encroaching on your boundaries or, you know, we weren't considering that, you mm. know, you might want to create these memories mm. and we'll be asking you from now on. Period. Done. And That's you know the funny thing is that sometimes when you're communicating a boundary, you imagine it's going to go so much worse than majority it actually is going to. It majority of the time, unless somebody is just disrespectful of mm. you and your, your space, mm. majority of the time, the other person has really not even thought about the fact that this might be affecting I'm you in one way. I'm telling you. And they are suffering in silence. Yes. And that's what boundaries are about. Exactly. Someone doesn't know what your they line really is. They really don't know. Yeah. And you just need to actually be able to open your mouth and mm. say it. It's difficult, but I don't know, take three <laughs> shots of vodka and I'm go and have that conversation and go and have that conversation because relationships that don't have boundaries aren't healthy relationships yeah so what you're losing is continuously feeling like somebody's encroaching on your boundaries what you are getting mm. is at at the very minimum 
be having your, your boundaries in place. Yeah. You might get people who are going to disrespect you. You might get people who are not going to talk to you. Mm. I definitely have people who um don't talk to me because I set some boundaries because some people are benefiting from yeah. using yeah. you. Yeah. But why do I want those kind of people in yeah. my life? Here's a boundary I needed to set with my mm. siblings. So mm. before I got married, obviously mm. I was living alone mm -hmm. with Ethan. Mm. And out of all my sisters, I was the only one who was living outside the home. So mm. my sisters used to feel free to come to my house anytime, which mm. was great because it was only me and Ethan there yeah. and they would come. Mm. But now when I got married, it continued they would just come to the house anytime, which for me, me, it was just like, it's yeah, okay. It's, it's just fine. fine. It's just my yeah. sisters. Yeah. But obviously, Zach, it was not as comfortable for him because he's still getting used to being part of our family, mm. being with us. So for him, he would always feel like, it's like, this is your house and me, I'm just here. Fair so enough. it's like, when mm. your sisters come over, it's like, now I'll just have to go upstairs to the bedroom and you guys are in the sitting room. Obviously, mm. he's not going to stay there for and the girl chat. And what, it's our home, me. exactly. And I hadn't actually seen it from his point of view. Yeah. I was just like, ah, this gives you an opportunity to interact with yeah. my family members. Yeah. So I had to have also send a long message in the group chat and be like, guys, I love you guys so much. I love having you over. And I'm not saying that you can't come over, but you need to tell me in advance yeah. before you do so. That when you tell me, I can tell Zach and mm. he can decide whether he wants to be here, mm. whether he would like to, you know, go yeah, out with or his friends or another time. Or you guys can come another yeah. time kind of thing. Mm. And they were very appreciative of like, yeah, oh yeah, we totally get it. Mm. You know, none of, even me, I hadn't thought about it like yeah. that. But when I now put the boundary, they were all very receptive. And I was yeah. really nervous about that because I was like, now it looks like this man has now come to, come to, to take now take away us. And you and know that's, now, our that's our biggest fear. That's our biggest fear. That's our biggest fear. And you fear. know, I love being part of my family. I love so being able much. to. Yeah. And oh I was God. like, oh God, yeah. But mm. it actually ended up great. And you know, yeah. you're actually able to enjoy a much better relationship with mm. whoever it is mm. when you have put the boundaries. Uh, Honestly. It feels it feels so good, good to know that I'm respecting you and that you feel respected when yeah. you're with me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Be prepared for the uh, before you set this boundary, be prepared for a negative reaction too. Mm -hmm. This might just we might be giving like the rosy version of things. Yeah. And um, because of the relationship you have with our family but be prepared as well that some people are gonna think this is like the worst thing you've ever done oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah, but now you just have to live with it. Yeah, and but they have to that's live it. With before it. you get before you get into it, yeah, you decide. that's it. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Um, hello, big sisters. What did we say? Large sisters. Large, extra large sisters. Mm -hmm. Kindly help a sister out. I'm 26 years old and I own a retail shop in my hood. Mm -hmm. So there's this new kid on the block. He just moved in um, to the area sometime last year. He is 21. Remember, she's 26 and a student at KU. We started off as friends. He would come and hang by my shop. <laughs> You good, babe? I'm all right. You good? Okay. Um, but in like the past two months, things have been getting intense between us. I really am attracted to him and he feels the same way. He has been so consistent with me. I love that line. He has been so consistent with me. Yeah. But I'm worried of our age gap. Should I run? Five years deep hey. and he's a student. Mm -mm -mm -mm. You know? Let me tell you. I always say the older you get, the more the age gaps blur, right? But now you are in a... Hey, but 21, 26. Hey, I me, I personally <laughs> feel like if you know if this was 36 and 31, yeah, right? It's like okay, you guys are in within the range. No, you still huh? 36 no, and no. 31. Guess what? Me, I, do, I don't discriminate against people who have even um, what's it? Gabriel Union is with who? And they're like gauge oh, up like 10 years. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like mm -hmm. the older you get, the more likely your lives are around the same place that your age difference makes little sense, right? Mm -hmm. Most of the time, if you're in your 30s, most of you are thinking about family, about marriage. You're blah, both blah, blah, working. Blah. Yes, you're both working. You're mm -hmm. both earning. It might even be that this 31-year-old is even balling more, more than, than you, you. Mm -hmm. right? Because you are a lot older. Mm -hmm. But the, the younger you are, the more likely that your life dynamic is so different. Because you're in your late 20s mm. and this person is a student. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like, are you willing to work 
through that? Are you willing to, I don't know, I guess go to his graduation? Are you, <laughs> oh God, what? Are you his He's mom? going to graduate. Oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> what the hell? Joanne? You know, are you willing to? And did you? Did she go to uni? Huh? That's also you see another question. It's like, I don't know. Me, I'm. I'm this is the me. I feel that like I'm because of that, how because of how young much you younger are, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that what that's what might cause a lot of issues. And then you're 26. Let's say in how when did someone graduate here? Yeah, 20. How old guys? Nancy, how old does someone graduate? 22, 23, 22, 22, yeah. 23. Right. Mm -hmm. You, you're going to be 27, 20, 28. Eight. Right. So when you're 30, when you're, the, 30 you're 30, he's in 25. What's the thing you go? Is it placement after uni? Oh, oh internship. He's, he's in internship <laughs> when you're 28, 29. You get my point. Like the 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 difference is really large because of um where you guys are. So I would say if you can think about that trajectory in your life and you think, ah, it's okay, me, I wait for kids until whenever. If you feel like it's that deep, mm. go. But if it's not that deep, me, I would, I would personally say no. Me, I would say, okay, if things are getting intense, mm -hmm. if it's sexual, me, I would say just explore, have fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, but I, I would say go in with go in with, with, with mild expectations. The person mm -hmm. who is giving you this advice also here, her, she was in the same situation and look at her prospering, thriving with her man right when now. When was I in a, the same situation? You were with when you met Mike and you used to come and tell us at in the dressing room. Oh, he's so much younger than me. I would never number get one. With him. Mike is three years younger than me. Number two, five is we, the limit. We, no, we 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 um, met our dating in has life. come later in life. Yeah. So but, as I said, in that age gap, you are more like like if Mike was a student, I wouldn't I wouldn't no, be dating but you him. See this, but this is what I'm yeah. saying is that at the beginning mm. you were just there for like he's hot. I'm having sex. Yeah, I'm having that's fun. why I wouldn't say this. Me, I wouldn't say this. You wouldn't want uh -uh. that. I wouldn't say oh, I to go and have fun <laughs> because now I know that fun and especially when somebody is being consistent yeah. and wonderful, boom, you're in a relationship. You yeah, live say, together. Me, I would say it might be hard and as long as you're, 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 uh, you know in your mind what complications could come about as a result of your age difference, go into it with a very, very clear mind of something bad could happen or it could end up being great. I would personally say, let me tell you, and me, I'm with a younger person, right? Mm. I personally feel I might have gotten the more positive side of dating a younger person mm. but that still comes with its own things that I probably wouldn't have to ever consider if I was mm. somebody who's like five years older. Right. If you can avoid it. Which in itself, by the way, can also, it also has its own, has its dating own someone uh, and dating. I'm married to somebody who's seven years older than me. Yeah. And even that has its own thing. Yeah, so I don't know. Me, personally, I, mm. I would I don't go around telling people to be with people who are younger because I don't she know. She wants to what, enjoy. I, I to enjoy pekeake. You want to be the only one enjoying younger no, men. No, it's not that. It's because, um, you know, it's like, if it, mm, you yeah. know that young, young, D is good, good. Oh, that's good. 10 out of 10. It's 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Very good. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you got to consider if you're willing to bear that and if it's that deep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, next question. Someone is asking, hi, I have a question. If one is HIV positive, when should it be stated in the dating period? When in the dating period should it be stated? Number one, definitely before sex. That's actually um, what's definitely illegal. before sex. I think definitely it's, before sex. Yeah, yeah, you have to let somebody else decide whether or not they want to engage. Mm. Um, so first of all, let's start there. So if you're having sex on the first date, it needs to be before on the, the first sex, date. Yes. Yeah. So anytime before sex is actually what your legal requirement mm. is. Mm. Um, as far as I would personally say, that's something that's 
So we, mm-hmm. I think we've discussed yeah. it. So it's like one of those. Ideally, you don't want to go and tell share everyone. your status yeah. ev- to, to everyone. Yeah. But again, you don't want to like vibe with someone, get um involved. Like, you know, you're on date three and it's looking amazing. And then you tell them. And then you have to go back to zero and I would do the say same that thing. is what, that's what actually I think you should yeah, do. Because, three, yeah, I feel like at the, point, sex, yeah. at the point mm-hmm. at which it feels like it's gone from we are just dating to now we are it about to get exclusive. Yeah. yeah. At the point at which you're getting exclusive or you're making the decision about whether or not to become exclusive, yeah. I feel like that's the point at which you should tell someone. Given if you have not had sex before, if you are definitely. going to have sex, definitely say before. ASAP, yeah. But if at the point at which you're dating, mm. now you're about to be like, okay, I want you to be my boyfriend, I want you to be my girlfriend, yeah. that's when I think someone should say. I know yeah. it's tough and it's one it's of those things that I wish you could so say tough. on the first date, but you really can't. I, and, you do, and I feel you like really you don't can't. have to. Um, You don't have to because I feel like that's something that's extremely personal to you. Mm. And on the first date, sometimes you don't even know somebody well enough. You don't know who, who they are. You don't know how they're going to react and mm. it might be somebody who maybe knows people around you and then now they go they mm. tell everyone da, 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 all of these things and a lot of first dates usually have a run-up before the first date yeah, exactly. and then maybe some people will be angry because you haven't told them and i'm only most, saying most this people because, will have some sort of negative yeah reaction, i'm saying be like, that because a lot of people me? are negative yeah like that yeah. um so yeah, I feel like that's what you should do with Joe because you can't tell everyone, yeah, but then you but don't you want it, you don't yeah. want somebody to start getting deep into something. Mm. And I personally feel it's because it's it, it comes with a massive responsibility. Oh yeah, to be Ooh. with somebody who um is HIV. Because I guess that means you'd be having using a condom like every time you have sex. I suppose you need, the other person needs to take um what are those um the medication ARVs, ARVs as ARVs well. So that's protection. medication for someone. Forever, as long as they're with you, yeah. there's um there's someone. I think it was on Maureen Bandari's stories where mm. this lady said that the 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 guy she went to his house and he had just left his ARVs like that when he went to work. So she was just like, oh my, and she had God. been fucking him. No, I don't think so. Oh I my God, gone that, there that's a scare. Actually, you know what I think? So I feel like, like he wanted I feel like her men, to find them. I so feel like men are not okay. I don't want to say this just out loud. Mm. Like it's, it's not an assertion I can make, but I feel like a man would be less. Stigmatized, yeah, stigmatized. Women are already yeah. nurtured to be more understanding, exactly, to be yeah. more. I'll take you through it. Yeah. Even how many wives, when you were, yeah. we are both Ooh, negative, yeah. he goes, he cheats, he brings AIDS at home for both of us. But you're still hanging in there with us. So many. Name one man. One name. Yeah, but anyway, so give it as soon as soon as you're able to comfortably but I suppose uh, when things are getting a bit more serious yeah. definitely before sex and definitely mm. be prepared for I mean be prepared for anything because someone yeah. might be able to say like I appreciate you telling me but honestly but I, I can't, can't do date it. you yeah. yeah so you might have to go through a bit of rejection but I, I feel like there's someone for everyone out there there Whatever is, yeah. Is and there's always people with. as well who are also HIV positive. Yeah. And actually, a lot of people usually date that way mm. because, you know, you understand this other person, you understand their struggle. It's also very intimate. Mm. And then we don't have to go around this whole, I am positive because mm. we are both positive, mm. you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oof, mm-hmm. Damn. Um, okay, so this one, um, this lady sent was really triggering and I had actually already responded to her via oh. voice note. By the way, triggering you DM for us. You? For, yeah, for me. Or just for everyone. As a, I guess it would be for everyone, for anyone. <laughs> okay. It just sounds like a triggering oh. one. If you send us a DM, you, we even can send you voice notes back. We are Usually so committed. We voice yeah, notes. we are so yeah. committed to helping you with your <laughs> issue. By the way, imagine, please DM us and follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Yeah. Hey, TMI, my name is Maureen. I'm 24 years old and I recently graduated from campus. For the moment, I'm at home and I have a really sickening issue. My mom is a single parent and there's a man 
man who is her boyfriend, for lack of a better word. He lives in our house, buys nothing from food to rent. My mom pays all the bills and this man is very toxic because the words he tells my mom are really bad. There's a day he said all women are devils while I was hearing and there are occasions he has even slapped my mom. My problem is he doesn't provide anything in our house yet he has the audacity to abuse her mentally. I've tried talking to her to try leave him without any anything. Um, it's really affecting me at this point because I feel my mom is not at peace and I don't know what he's capable of doing when I eventually move out of here. Kindly help and hide my identity. Yeah. Um, I would personally say, number one, stop viewing your mom as, as, mom. as a mom. Yes, exactly. Stop mm. saying mom. Mm. Be like Jerry from down the street mm. is in an abusive relationship. The dynamics that you're going to be able to understand from that perspective are very mm. different because when you say mom... Mm you expect a superhero. When you view your mom as mom, you start seeing her as a superhero who needs to know how to do things, right? But when you see your mom as a person or a friend who has who's going through an abusive relationship, you might be able to understand that it's not, a lot of the times it's not as easy as you just leave. She can see that she's being abused. She can. She's the one who feels the slaps. She's the one who pays the bills. So she knows all the things that you know. But there's something that's keeping her there. Mm. Maybe something to do with her stuff, um, her, her trauma, traumas, her, her own, own insecurities, mm. whatever she's mm. gone through before. And a lot of the times when you're in that when you're in that situation, it's like a trauma bond. Mm. And trauma bonds are so hard yeah. to snap off. Absolutely. So yeah. I, yeah. I can feel your frustration, but maybe uh, like more empathy to your mom because she she's probably struggling so hard exactly. to get past this. Exactly. I was, yeah. uh, if this is how bad you're feeling. Imagine, Imagine how much worse she who is actually going through it is feeling. Oh, I said, I, my response to her was telling mm. her first, you can empathize with what your mom is going through, but this is not your dilemma. Mm. Frankly, this is your mom's dilemma. And I know how hard it can feel when you see your parent in like a situation where you're struck, they're struggling and you're just like, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just yeah. do this? And it can be really difficult, but I would say your mom is a grown woman. Mm -hmm. Your mom is a grown woman. She has access to the, to the, to the research and whatever, all information about what it's like to be in an abusive relationship, she probably knows that this man is not right for her, but you need to give her the space to be able to make that decision on her own. Mm. As for your, your concern that what you don't know what he can do when you're not there, whatever he can do when you're not there is probably the same thing he can do when you're there. Even I don't feel, yeah, exactly. I feel like you're yeah. not a, a hindrance mm. to him being able to act badly or mm. behave badly, mm. you know, towards your mom. Mm. So I feel like you need to offer your mom as much support as you possibly can mm. in that situation. Keep telling her, maybe keep encouraging mm. her about like, mom, you know, I know you deserve better and, you know, I'm here for you and, like, yeah. I feel like we should do whatever. But yeah. there's nothing else you can do beyond that. There's Sending nothing her else. encouraging content. Yeah, send encouraging content. Um, yeah, things like that. Because mm. personally, obviously, you know, physical abuse is very obvious, mm. right? But the, um, I was definitely in an emotionally abusive relationship and I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you, you don't tell sometimes like how bad it is until you get out, you exactly. know? So uh, send her content that might be able to open her eyes a bit more. See if you can encourage her to join some like support, or, like go out with friends because yeah. people who are being abused are usually isolated. Yeah. So that they're not able to see things mm. as well. So if you can encourage her to do that, if you can plan some trips or some dates outside of this toxic environment, yeah. the more she breathes in fresh air, the more she's more likely to be like, Oh my God, this is toxic. Yeah, this is toxic, yeah. exactly. But mm -hmm. just support her and then hope mm -hmm. that she can make a decision. It's really hard it's, to you see know, this someone you love been struggling. My biggest fear. Yeah. For my it's mom like to get into a horrible relationship and she's mistreated. But your mom is so confident. No, but you know never know. Thinking. Everyone starts out confident. Because at the beginning of the relationship, the man is amazing. Until now you're two years, three years in and he's changed. Girl...
Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's, just that's be there for her. Feeling. Yeah, be there for yeah. her, but mm. don't don't pause your life on account of waiting for your mom to make a decision about this man. That's yeah. what I would Ooh, say as cool. well. Yeah, can be tough. Mm. Um, this next one was sent to us by um a lady who watched our our video on single moms. Mm. A lot of you guys had a lot of like um comments about that one and a lot of like feedback on it especially people who are kids of single parents and mm. people who are actual single parents eh, single parents themselves mm -hmm. right um so this one the lady says the dating as a single mom episode was really helpful my mom was a single mom when i was really little and she got married to my now dad when i was six yeah so she's mm -hmm. high and her stepdad okay well let me tell you he never used to visit and i never knew him and the day he was introduced i was told now this is your dad so, of course, I was very curious why my parents wedded with me already in the picture. While it doesn't always happen like that, and that enough could warrant war. As a result, I had a very strange relationship with my dad. This is now the stepdad. Um... Till I'm 21, till now, and I'm 21. Till now, when I ask my mom about my dad, she snaps and tells me she doesn't expect me to want to know him or his whereabouts. Weird, right? Yeah, but I feel like that happens mm. um, a lot of the times is that when when I when you ask your mom about where your real dad is, mm. it reminds her of some things that she doesn't want to deal with. Mm. So instead of obviously articulating how hard it is for her to deal with that, she snaps at you and mm. makes you feel bad for being curious, yeah. right? I personally feel like it's a no-no to make kids who are already curious, at an yeah. age to make sense of things, to force them to call people's who they can tell that it's not their father. But she, he was, she was six. Their father. But if she can tell, and not even that, it doesn't need to be like, this is your dad. If, she's, if mm. she has questions about her real dad, then mm. it obviously didn't stick. Obviously. Yeah. And, and six years old, yeah. people know who and their this, dad this, is. And that's why in the episode, you mm. were saying, when you bring someone and you say, this is my man, and then they're like, she's this is like, that this man. This is Tom. This is Tom. Tom <laughs> from down the street. How is this my dad? Yeah, and it's, know? Re it's really sad. I think it's a toxic thing to really make toxic, kids do that. Yeah. When the kids feel naturally to call that person dad, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, and also, guess what? We are in a land of step parents mm. i don't think it's a thing anymore to be making like you know hush hush this is not your dad mm. i feel like it's step parents have an amazing role to play in yeah. kids life especially the ones who are standing up and doing great so yeah. it's nothing to hide yeah. um you i don't know if you can change your mom though i don't think so i, I feel like that's make, i feel like there's it. a generation of people who are so like they don't I understand our mom's why. generation our mom's generation mm. actually even for example my husband mm. when we were getting married and and his mom zach's mom now like learned that i co-parent with ethan's mm. dad she really could not understand she was like but now my son has come to be your husband why is this other man still here? Man, why yeah. do you exactly? More why do you? Like what is this that? What, what is this that Zach is not giving you that now you have to still co-parent? And you see, even as much as I've tried to explain to her, she still it's doesn't understand that day. every other weekend he needs to go mm -hmm. or that at some family events he's not there. And it's like at some point it's like now the generation you really just can't explain you beyond can't what you can them, yeah. explain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah. I don't know if that's something you can really go into. Yeah. Um, but the older you get, let me tell you this. Yeah, we um. People generally, or even parents, soften as mm. you get older. Mm. But the more knowledge you learn about how to go about this, what's the best thing to do for your mom, or how to communicate best for her, the more as you get older, you might get some answers. Yeah. You know, mm. um, if you do have other relatives that you want to ask, you can't if you're old enough. If you're, if you're old, old enough, enough and yeah. you're not dependent on your mom, because that's the thing. And what if you can now, if you can live and be in your own space, you know, that, like then that you, can you can do whatever. But me, I feel like the second you're in somebody else's house and yeah, they're feeding and they're you and they're clothing you. Then you kind of have, have to, to sit down and relax. Wow, wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, this next one is 
<laughs> hurtful. I will be, hi ladies, I know you get a lot of questions, but I legit need advice. We get so many, but each of them are so important to they us are. guys. They and they're are so, so unique. Look at these exactly, dilemmas. right, right. Yeah. Okay, so this babe says, I hope you get my DM. I need advice. I will be turning 31 soon and I'm just so sad. Mm -hmm. It's not that I want to get married, but I'm just so lonely. She's so lonely and this loneliness makes her get attached so quickly. I was seeing a man for about six months for fun, but I caught feelings and he's ghosting or he has ghosted me. But when I call him, he just picks up and talks to me. Yeah, because men how don't do really I know stop? how to say, this is making piss so, off. Yeah, she's like, this is making me so angry and also hate myself. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry, I feel babes. like mm. the, the biggest thing is more about how you feel about yourself, mm. more than even all the loneliness and your age and all of these things. Mm. Um, If you get attached quickly, you need to understand why Why do I do that? Mm. Like, there's a reason why you do that. It's not because you're lonely. There's, there might be a way you're formulated. It could be your attachment style. It could be some trauma that you've had in the past. If you understand more about yourself, you might be able to be like, okay, I know I'm somebody who's an anxious attacher so when i see an avoidant i run the other way mm. or if it's something like i know that my dad is um a person who's emotionally unavailable so when i see an emotionally unavailable man i might be like oh let me get you understanding she can't just more. be lonely huh? she, she could be, be no she yeah. could be mm. but i'm saying that might not be the reason necessarily why you are attaching to people if you are lonely there are many things that you can do i think we've, we've talked about how um we're did we talk about where we can meet people? No, mm -hmm. we haven't talked about mm -hmm. it. But yeah, if you're lonely and you're looking to explore, there's other ways maybe you can express, um, you can fill that void of loneliness without mm -hmm. necessarily getting with um, these men who you're seeing that are doing whatever. Yeah. Plus also, yeah. I feel like it's not necessarily a bad thing to get attached to someone quickly. I feel like sometimes we'll say that out loud like, and it sounds mm -hmm. like it's bad that you're getting attached quickly. But what is quickly? You know, because there are people who literally, like you met Mike, you had sex on the first night mm -hmm. and since then you guys have been literally inseparable. Yeah. One would say that you got attached quickly. It's The only thing is that it's great that you both were attached to each other quickly. Together, yeah. So I feel like maybe the issue is just that the people who you have been matching with or, are you know, getting, right are, are not the right yeah. person for you. Mm -hmm. Because if you met the right person for you, even Zach and I got attached pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say... It was pretty fast, mm -hmm. you know. So I feel like depending on who it is that you match with, so maybe you just need to pick better men. And then also, of course, a man, even if he goes to you, if you call him, he will obviously still That's pick up your call. Do. If you uh, tell him, come over, let's have sex, he'll probably come over and have sex and then tomorrow still not call you. Yeah. So I feel like if you want to stop hating yourself fast, just stop calling him. Yeah, definitely. Ha easier said than go. done, I know, but please stop calling him. Block him on everything so that he just does not exist in your sphere. Mm -hmm. If you want closure, you can ask him, okay, why are you no longer speaking to me? But I feel like I wouldn't he do probably that. Won't. He probably won't. And he'll just be yeah. like, ah, you know, life, you know, yeah. things kind of like, yeah. yeah. So just, I think the attachment quickly is more of it being one-sided. Yeah. That's when and it looks that way. Yeah, exactly. If it's just like me and my man got close quick. That's yeah. always a romantic story. Exactly. Um, but when it's you to somebody who's not deserving or somebody mm. who's not consistent or somebody who's not actually feeding you that yeah. that's when it becomes problematic I would say start sharing things like going out with your friends taking up hobbies going yep, out exactly. to date more people to fill your life so that this void that you're feeling is not so present and you're yeah. not just willing to fill it with anyone exactly yeah Girl, we hope we helped you. Guys, we hope that you are leaving your comments in the comment section because we don't want to be the only ones. We are not, we are not uh, therapists here. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do our last one. Mm -hmm. Um, So this lady says, I love you, girls. We love you too, babe. We love you we too. Love you. Here is my issue. I'm working as a sales rep um, mm -hmm. and now my manager is really harassing me because if you are not Kenyan, that means I refuse to sleep with him. Over my dead body, will I ever offer myself to a man in exchange for a job? After all, he's not my boss. Those were my exact words to him. Since that day, this 
workplace has been hell on earth. Harassment. I feel this place is so unhealthy. I'm taking painkillers almost every day because of a migraine. Should I quit this job? I'm a single mom of two. I solely take care of my kids and all bills in my house. Kindly advise. This is what I said that she should do. Mm -hmm. I told her, number one, if you're in a position to be able to report to HR, definitely that do that. If they have a good if HR. If you have a good HR, yeah. I know a lot of places don't, mm -hmm. but if you have a good HR or if you can speak to superiors who are above him mm -hmm. about what's happening in the workplace or in your environment, then you should definitely do that because mm -hmm. if he's harassing you, he might even be harassing other people. Most so definitely likely, yeah. one. Mm -hmm. Two, should you quit your job Sure, you can quit your job, but because you need the money, mm. definitely look for another job, Before secure another job, one. and then quit this one. Mm. Yep. Yep, that's pretty much that's about it. it. Yeah, mm. if, you can, if you can make this work environment healthy, as Joe mm. said, do that. Mm. If you can't, look for another one and go. Because guess what? As you said, you're a single mom of two. Mm. You're bringing that energy home. Your yeah. kids are feeling it. Even, I, you know, yeah, when you, when you earn money when you're not happy, these... I don't know. It's just, it just it just taints everything. It's like it money doesn't, doesn't grow. Good. Yeah, it's so exactly. weird, you know? It's, it's probably affecting so many things in your life that mm. you don't know. But mm. yeah, because you have people who are depending on you, make, make a plan to just get out just as fast as you can. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or if you can get help somewhere else to sustain you as you're looking for another job, maybe Great. opt for that. Mm -hmm. It's really unfortunate that women still have to go through things like this in the workplace. Like literally. Horrible. Sometimes you're like, so am I just actually. have the sex? Exactly. A so lot of many. people go through that. Yeah. Okay, no, I said that was the last one, but I really want to do this last okay. one. Okay. Because it's also a single parent one. Mm -hmm. A lot of people had questions about mm -hmm. from that episode. Mm -hmm. Um, This lady says, hey, in between us, I love you ladies. Thank you. A question. I have a seven-year-old girl. The father has never met her, and I mean never met her. She's seven and has so many questions about her dad. I feel terrible telling her the truth, which is that he didn't want to be in her life. She's just amazing, and at times lie just to protect her. Should I tell her the truth? I'm going to just keep lying. TMI for life. And that was obviously in that last episode of ours, we had said that it's best to tell your child the truth because it's, I mean, you just have to trust them with the truth. Yeah. But that being said. And it depends on what the lie is. Exactly. You know, if you're yeah. saying your, your dad is coming right. soon. Yeah. That's exactly. a bad lie. Definitely don't say but your dad is coming soon. Don't say he's, he's dead. dead. Don't he's say not, he's yeah. dead. You yeah. know, depending on what the lie is. But if the lie is like, uh, me and your, your, your dad were once together, we were very much in love, but actually that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then now we just couldn't because now our friendship ended. We couldn't both be in your in your life, in and your I life. wanted to be with you or something like that. Yeah. I think in that situation, in any situation, I think definitely you can give a more palatable Softer. version of the truth. Because she's seven, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But obviously, as she gets older, like now, once she's a teenager, I think mm. it will. You will probably need yes. to get closer to the truth. So the closer you are to the truth at the beginning, the easier it the will be for way. you to transition. <laughs> because if you're going from he's dead, and yeah. then now it's like actually he's not that dead, yeah. and now he's you know kind yeah. of thing so it should be like yeah definitely you can give a, a more palatable version of the truth and then keep yeah. building depending on their age and what they're able to be able to understand keep giving them more versions definitely i mean i start with something softly yeah. um these when my mom and dad broke up right mm -hmm. um we were actually um spending our holidays with my mom's mom now mm -hmm. my grandma's mm -hmm. then my mom just came carrying all her stuff like everything <laughs> you know so we were just like and you were old again nine yeah, mm -hmm. I was like, I mean, Sally, where's, where's your would you like to explain <laughs> why whatever she came and yeah. she was just like, you know, we're going to be staying here. We're not staying with dad anymore. Right. Wait, where's your show in Nairobi? No, 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 no. Kiambu. Okay. But we were also staying in Kiambu. Mm. So anyway, it was just like normal to see my mom, but it wasn't normal for, that she's come with all herself. She's told us that she, we're not going to stay with dad. Mm. And our reaction was... Oh my God, I think our reaction, it was childish because yeah. obviously we are children, children, we didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. And it was very much like, we want to go um to dad, like, you know, why is this happening? Oh. And my mom never told us what happened. So majority of the time, we felt like it was my mom's fault. Mm. It was my mom's fault that she stopped us from being with 
perfect daddy perfect daddy <laughs> you know and for a long time my mom was like the truth is not in a is not something that she can we can handle and i was nine years old and my mom just didn't feel like telling us the reason why we broke up question, was appropriate question mm. did you guys used to were you at that age had you witnessed that the difficulties between your parents my mom and dad never argued in front of us oh Actually, so you never did when, you see your dad my, coming home drunk or something. Like, yeah, but my, my my dad's never been like the belligerent drunk of causing issue. Oh, he just drinks and then he's just yeah. Drunk. <laughs> if there were any arguments, they were asked when we were in bed. So mm. even when my mom tells me about her marriage, sometimes I'm just like, where, where was I? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was yeah. I doing? Yeah, yeah. Mm. but uh, from the way she talks about it, it, was more like they had um, more amazing moments, but they were just like really peak bad ones, yeah. you know. Um. So anyway, my mom decided that she wanted to tell us the truth. I think I think we were a lot older from when I. I remember the way mm. I saw it. Number one, I feel like we had kind of mourned my dad ever being in our life at that mm. point, mm. and so the way we were understanding is more like trying to piece, um, trying to piece things together mm. more than we oh, felt we devastated. Yeah, we would love. We yeah, had gone past that. that phase, you know. Mm. And I feel like it's also important because there's I mean, people who are mourning many things. Mm. You know, you might be feeling um, um, pain or guilt or whatever for who the father of your your child is, is yeah. that, but she's feeling like she's missing something that other kids have. You guys mm. are feeling very different emotions. I would definitely say wait if it's a hard truth because mm. it might affect so many things, yeah. so so many things. Exactly, mm. and I think it definitely, I guess, is different if like you have access to your dad still, or the dad is in the child's life vis-a-vis. Yeah. -vis, he's completely not there. Mm. I think definitely the other extreme of a new dad comes and you just tell the child this is your dad that's what not to do Let's stop also doing saying that, that this, your, your dad is dead and he's never come back or he was hit by a bus mm. and now he was flat on the ground I mean yeah. obviously you don't do that as well but I feel like I don't know I feel like with single parenting especially with mothers I feel like God just gives you the grace and the words and just like carries you through those situations and slowly by slowly I feel like your child prompts you to what they're able to understand in that moment. You know, there are just times that my son would just come and ask me just a random mm -hmm. question, you know, mm -hmm. like, and then you're like, oh, okay, fine, I think it's time for me to okay. father explain. Curiosity. Yeah, exactly. Father right, explain kind of, what happens. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. a tough one. It's really a tough one. Honestly, you know, yeah, we always talk, we always see these like, you know, baby dad, baby mom situations and this kind of like drama thing. Yeah. But you forget that, you know, there are kids here. There are kids who child. too are going to turn 10 mm. and be like, where's my dad, you know? Who are going to be grown ups one day talking about their traumas in therapy. I'm I mean, they are going to be actual human beings. What about beings, all the children people? who are on Mori? Do you so watch Mori? No, sir. The what's it? Um, you are not oh, the father. father. Oh my god! All of them. That's definitely <laughs> going to be discussed in therapy. The Mori kids, the like you're Mori just generation, there. You're just sitting there, like, and it's just oh. like it's not mine because oh, she's a whore. Yeah. Oh wow, that's gonna be played. And also and the women who are just like you know, um. Please, um, if you had sex with me that week, please call please this number because oh I've tried God. 20 people. Those kids are also going to Those see. The women who are to... singing, they got a train run on them in oh parties. My oh God. my What is a train God. run? Oh, a, a train, like you are there and then many men come and have sex with you. Oh. Like one by one. Is, it, is this happening in England? Huh? Does that happen in England? Oh, I, I saw it somewhere. Have you been in a train somewhere? run? Have you no. been in a train right now? I feel like that's so much work. You it guys are working like too hard. It sounds like a lot. You guys are working too Having hard. Having sex with my one man is so much work. Now no, we must do... A train. Oh, 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 oh. Like, this no, but person, does each man da, 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 do it to completion? I mean, I don't know how it goes, baby. Or like how long I just they know count. Like, da, 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 the is it other the person then da, 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 da. Or maybe they, they, they come to... Yeah, you are just... I hope there's lubrication because how do... Anyway, we can talk about this afterwards. Many things. 
many things are happening. So much. Mm. Anyway, that was our last dilemma, guys. I can't stress this enough. We feel so honored. We feel so honored that you guys trust us with your issues and that you trust us to, um, you know, advise you. I feel like that's, I feel powerful. I, I feel powerful, but also I feel just like, wow, I hope you guys know that we're your friends. We are literally advising you as a friend. I yeah. feel on purpose. Yeah. Of all things that make me feel on purpose is to feel like I've created a platform where people trust me enough or yeah. trust my voice. Mm. And because God has given us the grace, I feel like yeah. we handle it with a lot of st- a strong sense of responsibility. Exactly, yeah. We don't take it for granted. And we always want you to feel like we are this large understanding yeah, large sisters. sisters who can be able to respond to any of your queries yeah if you are watching wow. guys please let us know what your comments are on any of the issues that we have shared you can also dm us on instagram tmi podcast ke or lydia km or murugimuni we are always we always love hearing from you and if yeah. you have watched this whole episode on youtube and you're not subscribed i don't know I, I hope do, you get I diarrhea. Know, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. I keep seeing people like, oh, I'm surprised I wasn't oh, subscribed. Check. Check now. Check now, guys. Check now. Ah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, guys, for um sharing your life with us. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you so much. You can always send your dilemmas on any of our pages or TMI Podcast KE. Mm-hmm. And we are going to see you on the next amazing episode. Bye.